You're listening to the Highlighted Podcast, brought to you by All Sports Culture. Welcome back, everyone, to Highlighted and All Sports Culture Podcast. Me and Sam, just for today's podcast, no Sully. Uh, two reasons. One, Sully's feeling a little under the weather, so uh, make sure to send him a DM wishing him to feel better. But secondly, he hasn't seen Spider-Man No Way Home yet, which is what we're going to be talking about on today's podcast. Me and Sam will be giving our reactions, uh, talking about the podcast. We don't really know how we're going to structure this. About the podcast? Wait, what did I say? You said we're talking about the podcast today. I mean, we can we can talk about our own podcast today. I'm okay with that. Talk about how the highlighted podcast truly is the best podcast out there. No, I meant to say we're talking about about the movie on the podcast today. Um, How we're gonna, like I said, we don't really know how we're gonna structure it. How we definitely know, or how we're definitely gonna do it, is five to ten minutes talking, no spoilers, kind of giving like things that if you haven't seen the movie, you can listen to. And then after that, we'll give a spoiler review. Um, so if you have seen it, you can stay along and listen to what else we have to say. Um, I'm excited for this, though. We were talking off podcast, said this is one of our favorites, most exciting podcasts of the year. Um, <laughs> I get to go it, back to my roots today. Exactly. Wow. Um, but let's just let's get right into it. If you're ready. I'm, I'm always ready to talk some movies, Kurt. You know this. So, and uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. So Spider-Man. Um, like I said, non-spoiler for the first couple minutes, we'll make it clear when we're going to spoilers, but what's so cool is, you know, obviously for a lot of other people, I'm kind of, I don't really fall in this demographic, but like I watched the movies, like all the Spider-Man movies, all the MCU movies, even though obviously only Homecoming and Far From Home really matter for this movie. But I was like, I'm just going to do an MCU binge. It's been a while. I haven't seen all the movies. So I was like, I'm just going to watch all of them in order, including Far From Home, Homecoming, so I recently watched all the movies I kind of needed to watch, like, like recently. Um, so watching Spider-Man 1, watching Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, it just got you so excited for, at least for me, like, and obviously for everyone else that even though you haven't seen it recently, you got excited too. Like seeing the villains were just so sick. Like I, and I know you agree with this, Green Goblin is just so fucking sick. Willem Dafoe was fantastic in this movie. And I I know I said this to you yesterday when we were texting, but like, I know Spider-Man 2 is probably like a better movie, but Spider-Man 1, I feel like just kind of hits like more home to me for some reason. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of that has to do with Willem Dafoe's portrayal of the Green Goblin. And obviously like we saw in the trailer, Doc Ock be like, hello, Peter. And that's kind of, I won't won't say like the main villain, um, but he was obviously like kind of, you know, I'd say saw, Green Goblin is is the main. Villain. I will too, but I think a lot of people like seeing Doc Ock in the trailer. They were kind of like that. That's who you saw first when the revealing yeah, of yeah, yeah. the other like. So, you know, I personally like Green Goblin better, but Doc Ock was obviously super sick in this too. And seeing all the villains that I could go through the countless movies, and it was just phenomenal to see. It was also, I mean, obviously when we saw the trailer, it was impossible for that not to be a cool aspect of this movie. So, and just seeing it recently too, was just awesome because I kind of went into it with like knowing a lot of what happened in those movies. And I didn't really forget about what happened. Yeah. As someone who growing up, I watched three movies on repeat when I was a kid, 
like just are three or four movies on repeat when I was a kid, like constantly, like I'd watch them daily. I'm not even kidding. It was any of the star Wars toy story one and two on VHS or Spider-Man one, two or three. I watched those three move those three sets of movies. I think more than any other movie in my life. And that's not to say they're like the best movies I've ever seen. I just watched those. I watched those literally every single day when I was a kid. You can ask my parents, you can ask my brother, you can ask anyone, especially like Toy Story. Holy shit. I've watched Toy Story probably more than any movie ever. Um, But Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, dude, I've seen those movies countless times. I remember seeing Spider-Man 3 in the theater. Really? When did yeah. that come out? Like 2007? Yeah. Because I, like I know six. 2002, 2004, then 2007. But yeah. Um, anything else? Sorry. Anything else you were no, going to say? But yeah, I was going to say, so those villains, I just know front to back. Yeah. Like Green Goblin, I've always liked more than Doc Ock, but I think um, Spider-Man 2 is the better movie. Obviously, I love, I fucking love Spider-Man 2. I think it's one of my, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, but I love Willem Dafoe's portrayal of Green Goblin so much. And he just, I think he's the best part of this movie, like by far, in my opinion. Either him or Tom, Tom Holland is really good in this movie. He was movie. fantastic and in this movie. You got to bring up the fact that leading up to this movie, I don't think the MCU has done Spider-Man really that big of justice i agree uh, i don't think they've made him his own character i think they make him rely a lot on other people and spider-man's whole mo is that he's kind of on his own and he's you know he's the hero himself but he still relies on others in other ways but in the mcu they've made him solely rely on help from other characters and heroes um, i feel like this movie is the first time you see him have consequences for his actions and i think that's a big step in his character and when we get into spoilers i will talk more about that um but this is the first movie out of all the spider-man content in the mcu that i truly feel like i am happy with how peter parker is being dealt with yeah and his character and even though i have issues with this movie in other ways i think tom holland really shines here uh, and this is easily the best he's been in the MCU. And um, otherwise, all the other actors were really good. Uh, I don't think anyone's really get phoning it in. Uh, and really, it's hard to talk about this movie without spoiling. It is. One last thing I'll least say before. About. Yeah, one last thing I'll least say before we move on to spoilers is. You're kind of obviously talking about how like Spider-Man, he in this movie alone, kind of where you saw the consequences build up and like his actions for um, or consequences for his actions. And I agree because even coming into this movie and obviously we can talk of, like you said, talk about the consequence that did happen. But um, like you go back to Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, like that guy went through so much shit like on an everyday basis. And obviously like Spider-Man 2 is where you really see that like it takes a toll on his life. But mm-hmm. Spider-Man 1, we could really see that happen. And even in the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, like obviously in the Amazing Spider-Man um, 2, when Gwen's obviously falling from like the, the building and then she dies, like that's Peter Parker's main thing in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. And then we can go back to Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, and then it's just Toby on an everyday basis, like dealing with so much shit. Like 
Peter before this movie, he didn't really deal with a lot of like bad, like nearly not as bad as what and if, and if he did iron man or exactly. someone would make up for it exactly like, especially in homecoming iron man like and i think i think a lot of times in that i movie. think they almost like try to almost make it to where like he felt bad about himself or he made like bad decisions by them keep saying like oh i forgot you're just a kid but then like right afterwards he would like prove that like he's spider-man and he's cool so it didn't really matter in that regard but yeah, I mean, anything else you want to say from a non-spoiler standpoint? Because like I said, I don't really know what else we can say. Just incredible performances, specifically by Tom Holland. The villains were fucking sick. Um, and I, I personally, I, I think it's one of, I think it's MCU's best. I think it's Spider-Man's best. And it's in a movie where like you combine the villains that we've seen from all the past movies. I think that's kind of why, because it's just the nostalgia just filling up in my body. But Obviously, from like a movie standpoint or like a filmmaking standpoint, obviously, I would pick other superhero movies ahead of it. But there's just so much to like about this movie. It's why I regard it as one of my favorites. I do think it's the best MCU Spider-Man movie. Um, I, I do really like Homecoming. I like Homecoming. I think it's good, but I there are problems with it. I think this is better. Um there are other problems I have with this movie. It's it's not really to do with the story, though. I think the story is actually pretty strong here. I just don't like this director. And I think he misunderstands a lot of things with how he approaches some things, which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I do want to bring up the first chunk of this movie is very weird. I agree. Uh, it's it's kind of slow, but also the editing is really weird. And the, I don't know, it takes a bit to pick up and it kind of feels like up until a certain point, it kind of feels like it doesn't know what it's doing. Uh, it kind of just speeds through a ton of stuff and that some of these people are like, the villains are a little comical at the start and it doesn't feel really right. And then it kind of just jumps to a whole different app. It's a little weird. We'll get I into agree. it. Um, and I, I even said like in my letterbox review, make sure to follow us on letterbox, by the way, we have some great content on that. Best reviews said. on the website. I agree. Um, and I was saying like the, the, the beginning was just so slow. And obviously like there were at least in the beginning, primarily there were a lot of jokes that just didn't really hit for me. Um, but like the ending was just so strong in my opinion that like, I almost didn't really care about what I saw in the beginning. So that's mm -hmm. kind of my thing, but obviously there are, in my opinion, concerns for not really concerns, but you definitely can make the case that it was a little boring in the beginning and slow, confusing, whatever you want to say about it. So I agree. I wouldn't say boring. I'd say a little weird. Yeah. Um, like there's this whole plot line. I'll get into it later. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, good movie. I don't think it's the greatest movie ever. Uh, well, like I don't either. People. I, yeah. I feel similarly about this movie, how I feel about Endgame, where as a movie, I think it's not really the best and construction-wise, but as like an event, I think exactly. that's really what I sells agree. it. Yeah. Um, that's why I think it's just a good movie. I don't think it's a great movie, though. I think it... it it's really fan service-y. Exactly. Like, there's so much fan service and, in this movie. And obviously, like, you... And I think I am definitely more of, like, a casual watcher than you. You mm -hmm. look way more into it. So, like, for me, 
someone who just like doesn't really look into filmmaking and how it's done and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I just watched it and I was like, this is so sick. I'm, <laughs> like you're putting the villains that we saw in so many other movies before mm-hmm. in this movie. Like I thought that was sick, but obviously I agree with you in the sense that like from a constructual like filming standpoint, how it was made, it definitely wasn't the best. And people regarding it as the best movie ever, I, I disagree with that. Yeah, like I, I I view it similarly to Endgame. Like a lot of people think Endgame is like the greatest movie ever. I don't think that. But as an event, I understand why you love it so much and yeah. why people love this so much. And I, some people, like, all right, I'm going to say something really, really steamy here. Um, I hate audiences that clap and cheer in movie theaters. I really <laughs> hate it. I, I find it very annoying. Um this movie had a lot of it and it I did very annoyed. And there were certain moments in the movie where like, I hear people behind me talking, going like, Oh, he's going to say the thing. He's going to say the thing. Or, Oh, is this person going to show up? Like the MCU has literally just evolved into, is this person going to cameo? Is this person going to show up? And that's all they fucking care about with these yeah. movies now. And I'd rather get good stories and content than, if fucking green goblin is gonna show up in the movie you know like i i couldn't care less like if the movie's good that's what i care about but this movie i feel like all people cared about if is if someone was in it and all the rumors if they were true or whatever i agree and they didn't actually care about the product and if if all their like just hopes were met that they would love it regardless and i don't i don't like viewing content that way like I this agree. whole like wandavision really ruined it for me like everyone when wandavision came out was like oh is dr strange gonna be in it is whatever the fuck that devil de- character that no one knows about that ever daredevil talking, no not daredevil uh mephisto or whatever the fuck mm. is called is gonna be in it and the captain america show oh is chris evans gonna show uh, up yeah i low loki show is uh this person the villain or whatever and now in hawkeye it's if kingpin kingpin's gonna be in it like guys why are why are these the only things you watch the show for or watch these movies i i I agree and even like when willem dafoe was talking about when we did an interview you probably see it where he was like if i'm gonna pray if i'm gonna play green goblin i don't want to make a cameo appearance i'm going to play green goblin i'm gonna do exactly. what it takes to be the character that so many people love me for in 2002. And I respect the hell out of that, that he was so like passionate about his character and he was wanting to go all in on that project. So God, I love Willem Dafoe. I watched I Platoon too. earlier today. Oh, he's oh, yeah. so good in it. So good in it. Yeah. Watch that. Re- look at that review, Curtis. I need your like. I, I, I saw you did it. I didn't see what you said, though. I just saw that you uh, did review it. So I will. He's uh, very good that in that movie. He's very good. I mean, Willem Dafoe. He steals the show and literally everything he's in. I love him. All right. Uh, What would you give it out of 10? Uh, Let's just give our little score before. I I really think that I'm going to. I mean, here's how I look at it. Because I gave it a five star. Five star means 10 out of 10, in my opinion. I think 10 out of 10 right now is maybe a little extreme. But I was running off of like, that was fucking sick. I'm going to like, that was a five star movie. So I told Sam before, like, I'm going to watch it again, probably a week from now, like try and drain off, like get all my thoughts together. And then I'm going to do another review. As of now, I have it at 10. I'll probably lower it to a nine. 
Um, but it's just like I was telling earlier, the excitement of just what I watched, like was so, it was so exciting to see everything happen that I was like, it's a 10 for me. Yeah. I give it probably a seven. Yeah. I think it's good. I, I said something on Twitter. Uh, I was like replying to a, a movie YouTuber I watch. And I said, this movie would have been incredible if someone else directed it. Yeah. And I stand by that. And so many people were in my mentions. Like, let me quote this one. It said, <laughs> it was incredible because of the direction you donut. So That's that funny. funny. It was pretty funny. Sam is a donut, everyone. And then they, this guy also says, this is Watt's most flavorly directed movie yet. Okay, just because it's his best directed movie doesn't mean it's well, his hasn't best. He only it's done like good directed movie. He hasn't done a shit ton of movies, though, hasn't he? He's made mostly Spider-Man, the Spider-Man trilogy, and then he made like Cop Car, I remember. Like, of course movie. it's going to be the best. It's like... We'll well, get and is it. Right. And, is, and Watts is doing the Fantastic Four movie. I'm really hoping he's not directing the next Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. Because well, I yeah. know that got greenlit. It did. Um, so we'll I'm see. really hoping he's not directing it because I need a new director here. But the MCU really doesn't give director freedom unless your name is James Gunn. <laughs> and yeah. All right. All right. Spoilers? Yeah. Let's get into spoilers. So right. if you haven't seen the movie, yeah, leave the pod. We'll give you two seconds. One. I'll give it ready. <laughs> two. All right. Spoilers. If you're still here, it's your own we, fault. We tried to warn you. All right. So where do we start? I mean, I think the biggest thing is, even though we all pretty much knew they're they're in the movie, they're all in the movie. So. Yeah. That was Andrew, pretty sick. A- Andrew and Toby are there. That was that was pretty yeah. sick. Um. I and a lot of people to me, like in the theater, I, I think you you're probably in the same boat as me, like when um when ned did the doctor strange like circle whatever the thing is called where he opens up the portal like i knew immediately it was andrew just mm-hmm. because of his suit but a lot of people to me like at least in the theater too they were like is it him is it him i'm like it's definitely him like yeah. i know for a fact it's him because of the suit and then he was walking to it and out yeah my theater like erupted in cheers um and then when toby came out i was fucking pumped I love Toby. I think Toby, Toby's just easily my favorite Spider-Man. I I don't want to be that guy, but like Toby like was just kind of there. He's just kind I, of there for the ride. Andrew Garfield was great. Really showed up. I in agree. This movie. I agree. But he was and I, I think he's by far the best actor in this movie. Like out of and, all the Spider-Mans, he's the best actor. Like just I agree. Simply. And he really like put his all in because how his situation ended with Sony a few years back yeah. is like really gross. And what ended up happening, I'm surprised he like actually gave a ton of effort in this performance. He was great. Um, he was great. I got to give my respect to him. What, what's, no one gives him respect. And what's cool is like in the amazing Spider-Man one and two, specifically the first one, um, like besides, you know, where I can remember the villain, or who was you know when he's in the car in the first one and that's basically where he's like only making the jokes in amazing spider-man one i'm trying to think of like the plot line that was going on in my head but i can't remember um but the biggest concern for those two movies were like they there weren't enough jokes like it kind of just seemed like pretty bland and serious for the majority and a part of spider-man i think is just the funny like entertaining side of it and i think that they gave andrew a lot of like jokes that he hit on for majority of the like i said in the first half of the movie 
I think there were a lot of missed jokes. And I think that Watts and MCU Marvel, whoever it was, was just trying to like force them. But in the end, it just seemed so much more natural and it was just so much better, primarily coming from Andrew Garfield. Yeah, the three of them all bounced off each other pretty well. Uh, the the scene where they're talking about the web shooters. It was so funny, yeah. Oh, that was great. I thought that was really good. I, I even said, sorry to cut you off, but like in my review, I was saying like, it's cool because I know, I think they had a, like, I think the three of them had a group chat before the movie started, like film production and all that, but the chemistry was just there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like the lab scene was awesome too. And them, those three are all in the lab trying to figure out um, kind of how to send everyone back normally. And then on the skyscraper, like when they're just talking about each other in different universes, like when Andrew's like ashamed because he feels like he hasn't fought any cool villains. Like that was just so funny and sick to me. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the two of them's appearance in the movie, I think is pretty earned. Um, I don't think it's, it, it makes sense for the situation Peter's in. It's because he just lost his aunt. She dies in this movie. Um, and we'll get more into that later. Um, but he kind of needs to hear it from himself because the whole movie is about him finding himself and being um, more of his own person and how he wants to help people. Because the past two Spider-Man movies have been him trying to live up to an expectation of another hero and not an expectation of him, his own self. And this movie actually has him try and do that for him his own good and i i think the ending of this movie is perfect like i i think it's perfect for his character and i love why they did it um now the intro with him actually like with like the consequences and everything of uh, his identity getting revealed and all that look i agree with you the jokes were not landing and it kept feeling like they were trying to pound them in and it's like i know it's spider-man but like you gotta kind of nail home the gravity of his situation a little bit more and the like whole thing with the spell of it just messing up because yeah he He wanted wanted to to add add more people people. and it's like that's the reason and also like it being they also kind of contradict themselves in this movie um with the with the credit scene with Venom because they're like these people are only coming through because they know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. How the fuck does Venom know Peter Parker is Spider-Man? Yeah, right. And show up. And then when he gets teleported back to his universe, it leaves Venom a piece of Venom there. How? Why is that still there? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. So it's movie logic to get Venom in the next movie, which I get it. And I'm glad that they're doing their own Venom and not fucking Tom Hardy Venom because I hate Tom Hardy Venom. I think <laughs> it's so bad. Um, so I'm glad that he's not going to be in the, in the MCU. But it, it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. And you got to acknowledge that when the movie is happening. Um, I thought the spell was more the multiversal breakage was going to be more for another reason rather than just a spell about him wanting people to forget spider-man i don't know this is kind of sloppily done i guess you could say but who really fucking cares yeah no i agree and it just goes kind of back to what we were saying um like in the beginning there were just a lot of sloppy parts to it and like i kind of like 
in a way, I kind of get it because it kind of, I, I think I agree with you. It could have been executed better, but at least it was executed to set up a fantastic second half of the movie. Um, so like, that's really where I'm like, it's whatever, like even like, it's basically a build up, And even though like the build up I thought could have been better, at least we still got an ending that we wanted so bad and it still happened. So, and obviously from an entertainment and experience standpoint, everyone was thrilled with what happened at the end. So I do like that the whole plot line with them not getting an MIT at all or any of their colleges because of their situation. Yeah. I like that. I think that was pretty smart to do. Um, him just getting in because he saved he her fought. on the bridge. Yeah. That's, that's a little weird. I agree. Um, and like the way it was like, I, I feel like the dialogue too was weird too. Like he saves her. Then she's like, I'm going to talk to admissions for you and your friends. <laughs> and he's like, me and she's like yes you or whatever and he was like no i just met my friends and she was like no you too and i was like this is kind of cringe like wouldn't it be more impactful if later in the like we didn't know she would change her mind like we just didn't know and then later in the movie when he comes back to the diner and ned and zen or ned and uh, mj are there yeah he still doesn't know if they got into the school or not and then he gets there and he hears them talking about going to the school and actually getting into the school. Right. Wouldn't that have been a better moment? I agree. Well, and I, it's cool because there's so many directions. And like you said, I thought the ending was very well done. We don't like, I don't, it's kind of cool to see the connections or like what can happen in this next trilogy, the college trilogy, I guess is what you can call it. Because like we obviously, at least I think that they're ultimately all going to remember each other or something's going to happen. And like, I, a lot of people are talking about this now and we obviously saw it on full force here and especially in Endgame. but like anything is on the table now because of just the like opportunity of time travel and just going through different universes. Like you literally could have people who you thought was just fucking gone. Like take Joe Rogan and Iron Man or Robert Downey Jr.'s podcast last year. And Robert Downey Jr. was like, and Joe Rogan's like, are you going to come back? Like, obviously there's the idea of like so many so much technology nowadays in these MCU movies, the possibility that you could come back is still out there, even though you basically after Endgame was like, that's it for Iron Man. And I thought he brought up a really good point. He was like, yeah, it's possible, but wouldn't a lot of people be like, I think it's, I think we're doing too much here, bringing them back. And it's like, there's so many, like, I'm scared that like, we're going to see in this next trilogy, MCU Marvel try and do way too much. Like I still want it to be simple. The sad part is I don't think people would think it's too much because I, right. I think a lot of people, like I brought up earlier, watch these movies for the sole fact of getting like these moments they want. Yeah. Like these cameos and such when for the story itself, it doesn't make sense at all. And it just feels forced. Exactly. And I think you're right. And I, I thought the ending was great. I think them forgetting who he is and him accepting that he did all this and taking the consequence of losing everyone and him just becoming his own, like him making his own suit, I think is really good. I, yeah. I think that's an awesome choice. And also the suit looks fucking fire, by the way. Um, and I, I know a lot of people, my friends specifically were talking and like, I like, I, I mean, obviously like this suit we saw in homecoming far from home, like it's fucking sick. It's so technologically advanced. I kind of like the simpler version of the suit, though. 
like I was kind of cool. I was happy to see that. And obviously like in homecoming, like Tony Stark's suit for him. I'm like, this is fucking like the most cracked suit ever. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And then it's like, like you said, cause obviously in the original Spider-Man's with Garfield and McGuire, it was just made by them. They didn't have someone give it to them. And it wasn't like this technologically incredible suit. So, yeah, I'm glad that they're having him fine. Finally, it took him three fucking movies to get to the point. He should have been at the end of the first movie um, where he's finally his own character, like his own hero. And right. he's doing it on his own. And now he's not an Avenger. He's just on his own. And he's going to be his own thing because no one knows who Spider-Man is anymore. And I love that they're doing that because that's how it should have been from the start. Because yeah. that's how Spider-Man operates. And I think that whole, the him making his own suit, which is really great. I love that. I think him being on his own. I think that's why they were more okay with killing Aunt May in this movie. Um, because she would forget who he was, who he was anyways, like pretty much. Right. And that moment with her, would leave more of an impact with him. It's like his own uncle Ben moment that we didn't get to see exactly in the past. Um, and I was going to say that it's like his origin story, but also it's happening in the third fucking movie. Exactly. So that's what makes it a little weird. Um, Well, like I kind of, in a way I'm fine with it. I kind of like it. mm -hmm. Um, what and that goes back to what we've been saying this whole podcast and it's like toby and andrew just went through so much more shit than uh than um i what, tom whatever holland. tom holland thank you it's going brain, brain fart <laughs> and like i was happy here like and obviously like i'm wanting Aunt May to stay alive but it's like that was his uncle that was that was the moment and like we never really saw him like experience so much like shit and it finally was happening in this movie and it wasn't like a good thing because obviously I don't want the protagonist Spider-Man to go through shit. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, and, and this is going to sound really fucked, but like when he's fighting those villains, I was like, I want him to win because it's Spider-Man. But at the same time, he almost has been handed everything, the whole trilogy. And he really hasn't gone through anything that will like allow him to really find himself or like learn from experience i felt kind of everything was like in a way not handed to him but it definitely wasn't to the extent of the past two trilogies that we've seen and i feel like we really got that in this movie which i was happy to see yeah like the closest we got was the ending of homecoming when he fights vulture yeah um and he gets out of that that building or whatever that was like the closest we got with him um but otherwise like aunt may for like this whole trilogy has basically not done anything she's just kind of been there to be like yeah go peter yeah woo but in this movie she's actually like influencing him and showing why where his like values come from and i thought early on i was watching it and i'm like why the fuck does he care so much about redeeming these villains you know like why does he care so much about it and it now you understand a little bit more and that's why the whole plot comes into motion i don't think dr strange would give a fuck i think once he got that box back he would have hit that button but that's just me um but otherwise i coming into this movie i was afraid they were gonna kind of ruin each of these villains uh redemption arcs in their own movies like I was really afraid about Doc Ock or like Green Goblin and stuff like that. But I think they handled it pretty well 
like Doc Ock scene in the apartment was really good. Um, and the scene at the end with Green Goblin was pretty cool. Um, I loved, yeah, the scene where they're in the condo and you know, like Green Goblin's like, or yeah, like he's turning back into Green Goblin. Like you thought he was going to be good and everyone there was going to be fine. And then like Electra obviously follows in his footsteps, but then he obviously turns well, good at the end. But like, that's why I fucking love Green Goblin. Like he's just such a polarizing character that it's just so fun to see, not just him, but whatever his actual character's name is. I'm going to put you blank. Norman. Norman, yeah. Norman Osborn. Osborn. I don't know. I thought that I just, because even Willem Dafoe's talked about that. He's like, everyone likes to really talk about like Green Goblin, but he said, I really enjoy playing Osborn because yeah. he is just the most confusing guy ever. But you, lo- you love it. He's so confusing. You can't figure him out. The scenes in the original Raimi trilogy where he's talking back and forth with himself in the mirror. So sick. Oh, they're amazing. They're so amazing. Sick. Yeah. And he carries those scenes on his own from the whole sheer scale of his performance. And I love that. And they are so lucky that they have all these great actors in these roles yeah. uh, for this, for these movies. Um, Even like Jamie Foxx, who is not going to get talked about a lot. I thought was very good in this movie. Like they're like every, like I thought everyone was good. I thought every actor was good. I do think Jamie Foxx's dialogue was kind of crap though. It gave him some really cringe lines like near the near the beginning especially um but otherwise like some of the villains just didn't have much to do uh salmon and lizard specifically they kind of just and i even though the amazing spider-man obviously isn't like a very good movie i loved the lizard in it i thought the whole thing with like i thought his character i thought his villain was pretty cool so not really getting that in here was it's all right i love sandman like, I think he's great, but, like, they – it's so obvious they didn't get the actors back for the movie, so they just had them be their CG character the entire time, and then they comp them in at the end with, from, like, old footage. Yeah. It, was kind of, it was kind of annoying me. Um, but otherwise, like, I think they did all the villains justice in a way, which my, – my problem with the movie isn't, like – the story itself i think it's a pretty solid story and i think it's the best written mcu spider-man movie it's how he presents everything like think about this so you're watching the scene where andrew and toby show up okay okay you're you're sitting in the room okay so you know how they present it he's like i'm gonna find peter he opens the portal you see Spider-Man back there and then he just kind of walks in through the portal and then he takes off his mask. Yeah. Okay. Imagine this. Oh, you got an, you got an alternate situation. I I'm imagining like, imagine it in this way. Okay. Like I'm going to find Peter opens the portal. You see if like a silhouette walk in the background and then you cut back to those two. They're like, what the fuck? What, what? And then you dolly in, you do like all these sick cameras. You get his boots, you get his hands you get his mask, you get these small little glimpses of him. And then you never, it cuts up. And it, when he walks through the portal, you do like a giant, like move all the way up, a boom all the way up, boom, music cue. But in the actual movie, it's just He's walks walking. in. Yeah. And it's like so lame. And it's like the longest buildup ever. It took like what, 30 to 45 seconds for him to like walk in when like, at least we knew immediately it was 
Andrew Garfield. And then when it's Toby, they just open it and then Toby walks in with like a fucking sweatshirt on. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, guys, do you this understand is, how to present like these big moments? Right. This is the biggest moment in Spider-Man history. And it's like, and then also like that. the ending. The ending is like, I, and also with Green Goblin coming back, like the first scene you see Green Goblin on his own at the end. He's like sitting by the dumpster and everything. It just cuts to him. It just cuts to his face. Yeah. It's not like these big moves. You don't get little glimpses of him. You don't hear him talking over something and then it cuts away and then it does like this weird reveal. It, there's no creativity in how they present anything and it really bothers me with how they approach this movie because this movie has so many great moments and it just feels so amateurly done. And I feel like if they had, dude, if they had Sam Raimi making this movie, it would have been so much better and so much more well-presented. And a lot of these scenes are happening in weird-ass locations. Like the scene where I don't like that they just did it in an apartment, a condo. Right. It just felt really out of place. And it also goes into the thing of Peter getting handed everything. He just gets this technologically advanced condo just out of nowhere. (sighs) A lot of stuff just doesn't feel as well thought through as it could have been. Makes sense. I don't know. I, I just feel like they knew what they were doing, so they didn't put enough effort into it, if you get yeah. what I'm saying. Like, they knew, oh, we got Toby and Andrew. People are going to freak the fuck out about this, so we couldn't have put as much effort into it. Yeah. I don't want to say put as much effort into it, but they weren't as creative with their decision-making. And I feel like the impacts of these moments could have been done a lot better. Makes sense. Um, obviously you probably, you know, that I'm excited for Sam Raimi's, however you say it, Dr. Strange movie coming out. I think that's going to be very good. Obviously we saw that at the end with the, uh, post-credits scene. So I am looking forward to that. Um, I could watch Sam Raimi movies all day. Yeah. He's one of my favorite directors. He's, he's great. I mean, Curtis, you gotta watch the evil dead trilogy. Okay. It's on, it's on the watch list. I gotta watch. Well, it's not, but I will add it. There's just, you know, there's so many movies I need to get to, um, but I'll get to it one day. Um, Where else? Where have we not hit? Because I feel like we Daredevil. We it's true, but I like I didn't watch Daredevil the show, Mm -hmm. so I was kind of like when I saw him, everyone was like freaking out. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And they were like, "It's Daredevil," and I was like. (laughs) <laughs> nice let's go yes let's go um but obviously that was super cool that i know I, for at least people that like watch the show and like really because i there a lot of my friends that i was watching with like some of them were like daredevil is my favorite show ever because i know how like mm-hmm. popular it is and how much people love it i was like trying to include myself and in how cool it was and i was like <laughs> I, I just do not connect with it the way you guys do yeah daredevil is fucking great i think it's the best thing the mcu has made um seasons one and three specifically season two is a little weird there's only um, three seasons yes okay seasons one and three are great i i highly recommend watching those um season two is a little weird the first four episodes of season two are really good the rest of it is kind of eh. um but i was hoping that they would bring daredevil back and i'm just glad that we have that confirmation that he's still 
there. And also in Hawkeye, they brought back Kingpin. Sorry for a spoiler. I don't know if you really care that much. <laughs> um, but that that gives us confirmation that these characters still exist in this universe. We don't know if it's the same version of them, though, because obviously multiverse shit. And I don't know if they really want the Netflix shows to be canon anymore. Um, but it's still is good to see because daredevil is so great that show is so great um and those characters are really great as well um i'm just happy he's there but man i, I love that line where he's like i'm a really good lawyer yeah that was, that was great that was yeah. great and also the 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 call back to the the i'm somewhat of a scientist myself all oh, that line that killed me in yeah. the theater then there's like constantly there's so many like lines that just brought you back to just the original movies and it was just so cool to see like um i do think it went a little overboard at some points like when they were on the statue of liberty and they're talking before the fight it's literally just them talking about their movies we've already watched yeah and it's like can you guys like not like we've seen these movies yeah um like i fought a lizard i fought a goo from space yeah i fought it's like guys we get it i i, I loved when toby was talking to doc ock because it's just yes. been so long since they've seen each other like you actually gotta like keep in mind like if they're going along like the actual timeline which is what 20 years since they've seen each other and it was just and he obviously gave the answer he gave him in spider-man 2 when he was like you're a lazy um whatever he said he was like i'm working on it and he like just says that again i was like it's great that was fantastic i loved it um but i i can agree with you in the sense that there there probably were a couple of times where like they tried to implement like too much of the old movies and like bring them into this one but i do want to bring up like it's this is still tom's movie and i'm glad that they still made it tom's movie right. and focused it on him as well as they did um i just have problems with other stuff that's really yeah. it though. and so many people are like just and obviously you said it before but tom was just fantastic in this movie and it goes to show like it's incredible that like they casted three spider-mans who are all fantastic like, I don't have a problem with any one of them. Like, you can, I was talking about this yesterday. Me and my friends were debating on who's the best Spider-Man, where you'd rank the three. And I was literally like, I don't care what order you have them in. Like, I'm fine with it. I have it, I think Toby, I probably have a Toby, or coming into this movie, I had a Toby, Andrew, Tom. But after this movie, I might move Tom up because of how good he was. But if you had Tom one, I don't care. I love the dude. He was fantastic. Like, it doesn't matter the order because of how well, and how good they both all three of them are. I think Andrew would be the consensus best if he got his justice with yeah. his like good movie with good movies, actually. I, yeah. Um, but otherwise, like I think they're all pretty even. I'm not gonna I, lie. Right. Um, I, I to personally love him. Toby, but yeah. that's my childhood right there. So like I'm not gonna say anything. I think he was easily like the worst in the movie out of yeah. the three. Uh but I mean, he hasn't made anything in years. So I don't really blame him. Isn't he not being it, the best? Right. But he's going to be in um, Babylon next year with Giselle. I think I saw. Is he? Yeah. Didn't so I know that. I was, I was, because I was looking through um, 
and I was staying away from like letterbox for the, like the days leading up to it. But afterwards I looked at Toby to see what movies he's been in. Cause I was like outside of the like Spider-Man one, two, and three, I couldn't, and um, the great, was it great Gatsby? Mm-hmm. I couldn't really tell you what other movies he's been in. And I was like, um, and I saw that he was going to be Babylon. I was like, nice. That'll be cool to see him again. Refreshing. Cause he, like you said, it's been a while since we've seen him. Yeah. The last movie he was in was boss baby. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but otherwise like it was a good movie. A good event. Great event. Good great movie. event. Yeah. I, and um, like, I definitely think it like, and I, from an experience standpoint, it, the hype was there. It, it led up to the hype. It deserved all the hype. From an experience standpoint, everyone's going to have fun when they watch it. So that's, I definitely recommend. I, and that's, it's just literally one of those movies where you're doing yourself no justice if you don't watch it in theaters. Like you literally have to go see it in theaters. Yeah. Um, you definitely could go see it in theaters, 100%. Like it's so. worth it. It's absolutely worth it. I mean, this movie's going to break a billion dollars. I'm pretty confident. It's going to be the first movie that does that since COVID hit. Yeah. Um, pretty simply. Um, but otherwise, like, I mean, it's so big of a movie that we're talking about it on a sports podcast. Exactly. And that's not just because we want to talk about random stuff sometimes, but it's also just because we have passion for some other stuff and uh we do well people don't know is when uh, ac gets bigger we're gonna be doing our own movie pod you know it's gonna be great like everyone's gonna tune into that too yeah no this is this gonna be our first trending movie post what we i was actually thinking about that i think we should do it we could do it let's do we it so we would post it so i say we do it so follow asc trending to see our obviously shortened review on this but I loved it. Great movie. Any other concluding thoughts before we uh, finish this up? We're going to do one last thing. Okay. Rank your Spider-Man movies. Okay. So, you know this. I haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse. Which is a so, crime. I, I know. It's and a I know, crime. And I, so, I know a lot of people have this at the top. But I've seen all the rest of the Spider-Mans. I would go, you're going to disagree with me on this, but it's fine. fine. No, <laughs> no I'll, I'll put no way home right now at one okay spider-man one okay spider-man two okay spider-man three the amazing oh, wait no 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 scratch that scratch that scratch that scratch the uh spider-man three homecoming then far from home then Spider-Man 3, and then Amazing Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Now, now for you. And I, I will, I'll let you guys know in however many weeks when I watch Into the Spider-Verse. I'll You're you watching know. today. All right. Uh, You're watching watch, it today. All right, watching it today. Sam says I'm, I'm watching I'm forcing it you to watch it today. All right, we'll do. It's so, it's so amazing. All right. I watched like a little bit of it, but. Oh, dude not going to talk about why never mind i'll tell you after the podcast <laughs> oh okay <laughs> um number one into the spider-verse it's but number two is spider-man 2 
those two change every fucking day between no number one spot for me. So just want to make that clear. But I think Spider-Verse is the better movie just in general. Spider-Man 2 has all that value to me. Yeah. Uh, but I am so excited for Across the Spider-Verse. You have no idea. I'm, yeah, it looks good. You have no idea. Um, Aren't there going to be like two parts to it? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. a two-parter. Nice. Um, so yeah, Spider-Verse 1, Spider-Man 2, 2, Spider-Man 1, 3. Uh, probably No Way Home 4. Home, um, Spider-Man 3, 5, Homecoming 6. Far from home seven, and then Tasm one, Tasm two. Sorry, Andrew, we're just now rocking with the Tasm. It's, I, I genuinely believe he would be consensus best Spider Man if he got he his, better. he had better movies. Um, because he's, he's, I think he's the, easily the best actor of the three of them. Like, yeah. I think he's the best actor, just strictly speaking, because I've seen him in other roles where he's just fan, like, Tick, Tick, Boom just came out. I thought Tick, Tick, Boom was really average, but Andrew Garfield is fucking amazing in that movie. He yeah. carries it. Um, and I feel so bad for him during his press t- junkets for Tick, Tick, Boom. He just keeps getting asked about Spider-Man and he has to answer no for every single time. Yeah. Um, but no, he's... Yeah, sorry, Andrew and Mark Webb, but... Uh, Mark Webb, 500 Days of Summer. Good movie. Great movie. It's a great movie. It is. Um, he also made, uh, what was that movie called? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to look this up. Mark Webb. Oh, yeah. He made that gifted movie. That's right. Yeah. All right. It's the one with, like, Chris Evans in it, and his daughter's, like, a genius or some shit. I don't know. Never I remember watching it. it. I watched it. I remember thinking it was really boring. But um, There you go. Yeah. Sam Raimi, though, you're king. Chris Lord and Phil, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, you guys are the best kings out there. Um, but uh, John Watts, you're the worst director out of all of them. You get the best, you get some good strips, though. I'll give you that. Let's be nice. I'm kidding. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Spider Man No Way Home review. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram, All Sports Culture, ASC Trending. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, five-star rating. And until next time, we will see you later.